I am Kaylee Mansell, a junior here at Kennesaw State, majoring in sports management with the hopes of becoming a sports broadcaster. And I am Riley Robinson, a junior here at Kennesaw State as well, majoring in journalism and emerging media, wanting to become a sports broadcaster. All year long, Riley and I have had the privilege to cover female athletes who we have a special appreciation for as former high school athletes. Yes, and we wanted to start this podcast in the middle of International Women's History Month to go into the rest of the semester just highlighting these women and their on and off the court accomplishments. Again, I'm Kaylee Mansell. And I'm Riley Robinson. And, and this, this is, is Girl Talk. Talk. Let's go, girls. While in episode three of Girl Talk, we highlight Mackenzie Zay and Lindsay Billings of the women's track team, Riley and I want to make a huge shout out to Coach B of the women's basketball team for retiring after a 33-year coaching career. Coach B has been with Kennesaw State for, since 2016, and she has made a huge impact on these girls. Just from us watching this past season and her leave of absence, how it affected the, these girls and how much they missed her we know that they will miss her in these coming years as well. While Coach B may be gone, her reign will live forever. Lindsay and Mackenzie, we both want to thank you for joining us today. We were both former athletes, so we know that athletes have a tendency to be superstitious. So do you guys have like a pre-meet ritual that you have to follow in order to get your meet started? I, I, I've been in the college world for a really long time. So like as a freshman, I used to, and then over the years, I decided that like, having a superstition was probably not good because if something goes wrong that day, you're like, <laughs> oh God, like I can't have it. But I usually eat like the, like the same things. Like I'll eat oatmeal in the morning before race. I always had to have a blue Gatorade. I always had to drink blue Gatorade. But other than that, like I try not to stick to a routine because like if something goes off and then you're like, oh my gosh, I'm out of my routine. Then like, I feel like it gets in my head. So I really don't have a superstition routine except eating like the same food every day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I would agree. I am a creature of habit. And with stuff like food, I think that it does like impact your performance. So it's sort of like a, a choice that you want to make. But um, I also have been doing this a long time. And so your superstitions, sometimes they stop working. And <laughs> so basically, once the superstition stops working, I kind of like veto it. And at this point, I don't really have any left. <laughs> Now I have to ask, was it, was it cool blue Gatorade or was it like the Arctic freeze? It's, it's the, it's the blue Gatorade and like the sucky bottle. It's the oh, dark. Okay. Yeah. That's the best. It has to be that one. That's <laughs> the best. Yeah, yeah they're the best. So y'all have been like in the college world playing track a lot. Like how have you just seen yourself just grow and improve over the years? I feel like for me, I came in as a walk-on, like at my like previous college and I like looking at where I was as a walk-on and then looking at myself now I'm like I don't even know how like <laughs> let me on the team I was like I don't even know why you let me walk on the team. <laughs> like it just honestly like racing and like running like it's never easy it's never easy but um like I guess my I'm more mature about it and like I approach it a lot more differently than I did as a freshman how about you yeah I actually I had sort of the opposite experience because it took me a really long time to kind of get going and even get back to where I was um coming in as as a recruit 
but I completely agree. Lindsay was like one of the top runners in the in the state of Georgia. And so. then and then I struggled I struggled for a long time in in college. Um, but at the end of the day, it's like it is. It's like really just maturing and sort of understanding what you're doing and why you're doing it and be having having clarity about why you care about it too and what your actual goals are um mm -hmm. you can do the same thing and have two completely different outcomes so I learned that the hard way <laughs> and I like that you touched on that because one thing that we were curious about going into it is like the way you guys train because with other sports like it's different um obviously like with running that's something that you have to do every day so we wanted to ask like what do you guys do for an everyday routine to train for track meets I guess we could just like, like this is so funny because it's like so hard to describe to non-track people like <laughs> the, the the like sport of distance running because like yes we run track but we're also distance runners and it's like it's kind of like a different um way of life than the normal track athletes so yeah. distance runners are we're training near like all athletes train all year round but we're like a three-season sport so we run cross country indoor track and outdoor track so we're competing every season and usually like our weeks are easy runs on monday wednesdays and thursdays and saturdays so those are just easy runs so you just go out you run between like 45 minutes and like an hour usually and that's just like those easy runs and then tuesdays and fridays are your workout days so usually have like a speed workout or like a tempo workout and then Sundays are always long run days. So Sundays we're, we're running like between 11 and 14 miles. Wow, so that's, that's basically the routine. <laughs> so that, and that's just really like the routine that you like the cycle you fall into, like coming into college as a distance runner. And it's kind of, this, I would say it's the same across all colleges. Like, I feel like yeah. everyone really follows that like format. Yeah. It's, yeah. So, it's so simple that running. Yeah. I think what would surprise people the most is like how many days we just like run, run easier actually. And mm -hmm. a lot of sports, like they have these like, you know, four hour long practices because they're going through, through video reviews and, and weightlifting and um, skills and everything on top of conditioning. And we like, for us, it's more important that what we do is like very high quality and then the rest is like focused on recovery yeah we're we're big on recovery <laughs> now do you have like you talk about like your easy run or your easy runs and your long run so do you have like a particular place that you run for those like do you switch locations or like are you consistent into where you practice yeah mean? uh i mean we have a couple like go-to places that we like i mean you can pretty much run anywhere i spend a lot of time running just around kennesaw but um, I guess our one of our some of our favorite places are um, Cochrane Shoals, the river. Yeah, we call it the river. It's a really great place for anyone to run. There's always a lot of recreational runners there, um, and also Kennesaw Mountain has great trails. Mm -hmm. And then Roswell River Trail too. We go to a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I just get exhausted walking yeah, up steps to burn. Like... So all respect goes to you guys because like, I'm like out of breath sitting here listening to you guys talk about yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Georgia, like North Georgia, like where we are, like Kennesaw has a, like a lot of great areas to run and train at. I mean, we have like Red Top Mountain has a ton of trails that we go to. And then, yeah, we have the mountain and then we have Cheatham Hill, which is like the backside of the mountain. And then we have the river and then we have the Roswell River. So it's just like, 
there are a lot of like places to train around Georgia, which makes it really nice. And we'll choose depending on like what we have to do that day. Um, yeah. This morning I worked out at a park like up towards Cartersville and it was like a perfect flat, soft three mile or, or 3K, which is like two mile loop. Um, so that's really good for when we're doing longer workouts. Um, but we like to go to the river when we're doing our long run because you can get in quite a, quite a lot of miles there. Yeah, mm -hmm. for sure. So what is just, just switching gears a little bit, what do y'all feel like y'all went and played at some, at Pittsburgh and Duke. So what was the biggest like adjustment playing there four years, running there four years, and then coming to Kennesaw? For me, it really wasn't an adjustment per se, because I've had the coach that coached me here, coached me at Pittsburgh for four okay. years. So I have, I've been like, his like understudy for the past six years of my life so like really it wasn't like any change it only got better like for me I only like became a happier and better person like moving to Kennesaw there wasn't like anything bad or it just here yeah <laughs> I think for me it the transition like from one team to the other wasn't uh big so much as that I came here in the fall so it was like uh the first time that we were like competing and in school with with COVID um, and that affected, you know, like how we could carry out our practices and, and um, that was the bigger difference. Now for both of you, you guys both just ran in the Yellow Jacket Invitational and did exceptional. So coming from ACC schools, was that track like something comfortable for you guys or was it something familiar or do you think that had like a role in how well you performed? Mm -hmm. Oh, I've run on Georgia Tech's track so many times in my life. I, ACC's was their sophomore year. We went there like four times a year. And then the next year we went there. Yeah. So it's definitely a track that I've been like running on like mm -hmm. quite a while through my ACC years. So I, I was comfortable running on it for sure. And yeah, I, yeah. I, I'm originally from Georgia. So we used to race there every year in high school. And I mean, tracks do have different services and it is like a nice track, I it guess. Is. But I, I more or less, they're kind of all the same. Yeah. So. It's a 400 meter circle, yeah. but it, it yeah. definitely is a definitely point, yeah. really nice to be able to just like, you know, drive down to Georgia Tech. It's like 25 yeah. minutes oh, yeah. away. And at the end of the day, you come home and sleep in your own bed. Yeah, so. that's really nice. That's a great point. True, very true. <laughs> what would be your favorite season, indoor or outdoor? So for me, I actually love indoor track. I have, I like grew to like it over the years. Like I wish indoor track wasn't longer um season but I think everyone will say outdoor track outdoors track is like the like that's like the Olympics every year like that's what you work towards like every year like training at least for me I, I know Lindsay's probably not gonna say the same thing but at least for like me I'm like uh all we have to do is get to outdoor track and then like you're ready to run Yes, so, I was definitely surprised by the answer because yeah. every track in or athlete that I've interviewed this far has said outdoor. Um, I love so I like that you gave a different answer because I mean, obviously, <laughs> like I don't run track, but I think if it were for me, like it would definitely be indoor just because like weather mm -hmm. consistency because yeah. the cold. Exactly. Yeah. Off. Um, so it's so nice because like indoor tracks are so indoor tracks are 200 meter bank like bank tracks usually. So it's 200 meters less than a 400. But if you know your 200, like like you can just like click off laps so easy. I feel like in a 200 because you're just like running around. So like, so fast and like, yeah. Indoor track is fun. Yeah. I, Coach Bray would not like to hear this, but I actually really like indoor too. And <laughs> okay. uh, I think that's less, even less common 
like the higher up in distance you go, but it is, it's just so there, there's like a little more chaos to outdoor that I think makes it more of like a better experience. But when it comes to like that, the, the five minutes, the 10 minutes, the 20 minutes that you're on the track, like indoor is, uh, it's just so fun, especially when you go to huge indoor yeah, meets and there's like yeah. pre-COVID. There's like so many people in this like indoor, like usually they're in like, like really crappy like warehouses or field houses. And you just like have these races going on like in this indoor track and like it's so hot in there sometimes in the middle of like winter. So you're just like sweating. It's so fun. Like yeah, it is feels like you're at like a concert or something like that, I would imagine. Yeah, it's super loud. It's yeah, it's so loud. It's always loud because it's just like echoing off the mics. Now you guys both run a multitude of different events. So can you tell us your favorite event to participate in and then your least favorite and why? I love the indoor mile. The indoor mile is probably my favorite race. So to translate that to like, I also like the, the 3K, but they don't have a 3K outdoors. So I'm more of a mid distance runner. So I really do love running the mile. And then outdoors, it's a 1500 meter race. So it's 109 meters less than a mile. Yeah. So to clarify, indoor and outdoor is different events. events in indoor, yeah. you run the mile. Mm-hmm. You can run the, the half mile, the mile, or the 3K, which is like almost two miles, okay. or the 5K. And then in outdoor, this is just for distance. Yeah. You can run um, the 1500. You can still run the 800, the half mile, the 1500, uh, the 5K, and the 10K. Mm-hmm. And then there's also um, the 300 meter steeplechase, which you it's neither of us do that you yeah. have to be like pretty coordinated and that's yeah, that's the race that's over there we don't have that either yeah. <laughs> it's three thousand meters and you're running over like four barriers every single lap as far as like relay races go so relays are actually i wish they were more common in um college racing they're they're not though the dmr which is the distance medley relay, is super big in indoor track but they don't have a lot of distance relays and outdoor track which is really sad mm-hmm. you can you so the reason we like ran that relay is because you only run relays at relay meets so it was the bulldog relays uh-huh. or you go to like pen relays like that's a huge track meet where you run relays or drake relays uh-huh. but at ncas or conference there's no relays besides the four by four so like relays actually aren't that common in outdoor oh. track yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Cause when I came across that, I was like, I've never seen that mm-hmm. before. Um, so I was like, I did a double take to make sure that I read it right too. Yeah. Like back in, you know, my middle school track glory day, <laughs> and I had to run the 200 meter and I got last place, you know, we had there, they did all the relays. So like, I never did not know that about college whatsoever. Yeah. High school is they're big about relays in high yeah. school, but college. Yeah. They're yeah. not. Yeah. Yeah. Except for the four by Except four, the four by four which that's is like out of cuts kind of out of our wheel. Yeah, it's not really what we do. So <laughs> yeah. for sure. Now, what about your favorite event to watch? Like other than running, like what is one event that you cannot miss? Like when you go to a meet, like one that you just have to see. I really like watching the steeplechase. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the steeplechase is fun because again, it's like a little bit more involved. So like sometimes people don't make it over the barriers, and mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, I think the hardest the hardest event though in outdoor track. It's either 800 meters, which is like, that's the hardest. That's uh, without a doubt one of the hardest. I can 100% see that. But yeah, yeah. but the 400 meter hurdles, yeah. like no, I cannot, down, hands, hands down, down, 400 meter hurdles is like, you're running, you're running at full capacity and then you're hurdling. I just, I give those for like kind of credit. a long time. Yeah. So <laughs> the 800, 400 meter hurdles. Hurdles. 
Yeah, it's funny that we're talking about this because when I, like you said, we both just ran track in middle school, sixth and seventh grade. Uh, So that's really all we have as far as experience. But I remember I wanted to run the 300 hurdles so bad and my parents would not let me. They were like, either you do something else or we're not, we're just not really letting you do it. So the fact that there's 400 hurdles in college, like, I don't even know how you would begin to train for that and just like go into it every time understanding like you have to trust yourself. That would be my biggest thing. Mm-hmm. And like it's- I was six one, and so they all thought <laughs> I could jump over these things. And I'm like, no, no, I can't jump like whatsoever. So I remember sixth grade, my coach is like, try to do the hurdles. And I have PTSD from my back foot hitting that hurdle every single time. It was horrible. And then they're like, you can do the jumps too. And I'm like, no, <laughs> long jump, triple jump, I jump. I'm not, I can't, I'm not capable whatsoever that's funny if you could run any other event than the ones that you run now what would it be or any field event like yeah, any what field it, event anything as well. I, I always think about this and I always wonder what I would do I always wanted to be a pole vaulter and like I intended to pole vault in high school yeah. and my my coach was like absolutely not <laughs> um, for effort though yeah and I also think that the high jump is one of the coolest events which I don't think it's it's like hard to appreciate that until you are standing there watching it and and you can like kind of see how high the bar is and watch the people get over it. It's incredibly impressive. Mm-hmm. I don't know what I would. I don't know. Maybe the four hundred meter hurdles. I feel like four hundred meter hurdles would give you a lot of clout because like yeah, yeah for sure. sure. Oh, if yeah. you can run the four hundred meters like fast, like in, in the NCA, like people know you for yeah. sure. Now heading into the rest of this, what is one goal that you have set in place for yourself as you head into the end of your season? Oh God, that's like a deep question. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> and like emotional I don't know do you know yours but one of the like goals for like it's always been a goal I was a walk-on it's been a hard it's been a hard journey for me to like become a great runner but regionals is like a big deal to make it to and this year they're only taking 32 athletes per region so there's two regions in the NCA you have the west side and the east side and usually they take 48 from each side in each event which is like a lot but this year, and it's already hard to make it to regionals as a track athlete, but this year there's only taking 32 people from each side. So now you have to make like the top 32, like 32nd time in the country, like on the east side in your event. So that's always the goal is to make it to regionals. So it makes yep. the stakes a little bit higher, yeah. I see. Yeah, so now it's it's a little bit harder this year. And neither of us have have qualified before. So yeah, I think that would be... Um, like a pretty big success and then obviously you know you don't make it you want to compete when you get there but well we'll be cheering you guys on from the sidelines in hopes of it like you got us um so I guess to close out one thing that I always do personally like for my interviews is I always give athletes the chance to like shout out someone something whether it's like a family member a teammate like this is your chance to let out the people listening to girl talk hear what you have to (laughs) say I'm just going to shout out Coach Bray. He's one of the greatest coaches I've ever had in my life. And I bet that I think that he deserves more credit. (laughs) He definitely deserves more credit than he gets. And he's really made like a lot of great runners in his career throughout his life. So I'll shout Coach Bray out because he's great. (laughs) Yeah, I have to echo that. Also, he's just been incredibly flexible with um, my schedule and uh, super willing to like always listen and hear me out. So uh, that means a lot to me as an athlete.
Me I don't know Coach Bray, but like I would like to know him now. See, as former athletes, like me and Kaylee, we like watch senior nights and we get emotional. We, we vicariously live. Like, like we're just sitting here. We're like, I remember that. Like well, we're, we're dragging things out. You know. Yeah, like, I know. I, I know. Yeah. There is no shame. Like I no. said, we vicariously live through you guys. So that's part of the reason girl talk means a lot to us. Because yes. a lot of what you guys say, I'm like, I felt that at one point. Obviously, it's a lot different now. But like, yeah, we live through you Like, guys. I was literally crying at basketball girl senior night. Like, and I was like, I don't even know. I did too. My, my uncle's a, he's a basketball coach at uh, VCU. And wow. his his seniors were graduating this year and I've been watching them the past four years and I was like I was like getting emotional I was like oh my god I feel like I've watched them like the past four years I can't believe it <laughs> like I know you don't know me but like yeah I, was like, I don't know them but, like, I feel emotional <laughs> thank you for interviewing yeah, this was fun thank you guys for yes. being so willing you guys were awesome by the way and we wish you all the best of luck this season yeah. bye guys bye, bye. bye. bye.